Veganism isn't about plant-based capitalism. It's about animal liberation. Greetings and blessings. You're listening to the Travelogue Media Network. In a moment, we'll hear from Andy Marcheski on veganism. But first, let me catch you up on what's going on with the Travelogue Media Network. As you may have noticed, it's been a while since I last released an episode on Travelogue Media. At the moment, uh, most of my podcasting energy is going toward Radio Entremundos, which is a bi-monthly Spanish-language podcast that's part of the communications program at Entremundos, along with the magazine. So if you speak Spanish, I'll include a link so you can check out what we've been doing. I'm currently working on a segment for the next episode about vegans and vegetarians in Guatemala, but one of those interviews was in English, so I thought, why not share that with you here? And as a matter of fact, during these interviews, I made the decision to go full vegan myself, and uh, I hope that listening to this episode will lead you to that decision as well. Uh, I think it's a choice that can have an enormous impact on our health, certainly the lives of animals, and without a doubt, our planet. So with that, let's listen to this interview with Andy Marcheski, a vegan from the U.S. who's been living in Guatemala. Hello, my name is Andy Marcheski. I am from the United States. I'm 23 years old. I've been a vegan for a little more than six months i don't really remember but vegetarian for something like two at least two years before that hey, what prompted uh you to m make the decision to become vegetarian and vegan i think vegetarian i was influenced by the people i was around and i was around people who called themselves environmentalists at the time like two-ish years ago and um, after thinking about it meat just became unappetizing in general and so it was pretty easy to stay away from it now I became vegan when one of my closest friends well I was just spending a lot of time with her and she wasn't she, not, she barely even talked about it about the ethics behind her or anything she just was a vegan and she got me thinking about it more, and I watched lots of vi YouTube videos on it, read about it, and after like finally opening up my eyes, I found it very easy to change. All right, this is sort of a related question. I guess um, it's, uh, well, obviously you were in influenced by your friend, but how, how well have your have other friends and family understood and supported your your decision? Most of my friends are understanding, but they're not that interested. And a lot of the time they make comments that I would describe as silly, saying things like around me, like, oh, I couldn't eat as healthy as you were. Like, oh, like what you're doing is great, but I wouldn't be able to do that myself. Um, at least they're not being like rude about it, but 
most people don't try hard enough. And then as for my family, they joke about it a lot. And so one of my sisters actually gets mad at me <laughs> when I don't want to eat things that everybody else is eating. Wow. She gets upset. Yes, it's kind of, it's funny. <laughs> wow. And, um... You've been, you've been in Guatemala a little while, but where, I mean, I guess you can speak more to the general attitude toward vegetarians and vegans, uh, well, not just in the United States, but I guess maybe particularly where you're from. Um, well, it's interesting because it either kind of goes two ways where it's like, oh, I admire that. Well, if that, if that person isn't already a vegan, they would either think, oh, I admire what you're doing, but I'm not going to do it myself. Or a lot of the times there's like outright, outright hostility because just by being who you are, you're kind of showing them what they're doing wrong and people don't want to admit that. And so they do this weird kind of cognitive, cognitive dissonance stuff and jump through all these like mental loopholes, doing all this mental gymnastics and making it seem like vegans are trying to be difficult, we're trying to cause problems, but all we really want is like less suffering in the world. So what, what are your rules, I guess? What, how strict have you been with your diet and what do you do when there are, when there, are, when there aren't any options or very few options for vegans, vegetarians? I guess you could say I'm pretty strict. I made a few mistakes in the beginning, but I've learned how to conduct myself in a way that minimizes my chances of accidentally consuming something I don't want to. But like, for example, I got the shoes I'm wearing in a paca and I'm 99% sure they're made out of leather. Like I didn't buy them, so I didn't create the demand for it, but I am wearing leather shoes from a thrift store, which is kind of weird. I'm not sure how I feel about it. <laughs> Something I've been thinking about lately. And then um, I forget the other part of the question. What do you do when you uh, find things that are, that are vegan? You can almost always find things. You have to be crafty. Like, for example, at Commodore's here, I used to think I couldn't eat at them because I would go and ask and I'd be like, what do you have? And you'd be like, oh, chicken, carne, asada, res, or all of that stuff. But like, they always have beans, they almost always have salad, they almost always have rice. And you just ask for those things. You just have to be really specific about what you want. I'm also really good at being prepared and having snacks. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that hard. <laughs> it's not. What do you what do you miss the most uh, or are are there foods that you miss the most what do you miss the most and have you been able to find uh, satisfying substitutes for things you have given up I don't miss anything and I have found satisfying substitutes for everything Okay fair enough <laughs> That's good Like once once you once I realized First of all, how gross lots of the animal products really are. 
like just to give you one example eggs the whole that eggs come out of from a chicken's body is both the vagina and the anus and so you're getting like all these germs from the chicken's butthole yeah. and you're eating them you're eating you're eating something out of a chicken's butt it's like once you think about and it's also not not only that but it's a chicken's menstruation and it's completely unnatural the way we've genetically modified them to have as many eggs as they do because they should really only have like 17 eggs a year but they have 300 eggs a year based on what based on like the breeding we've done to them and so once you think and there's like things similar to that that are just as gross for like cow's milk and honey etc and so like that's it's not even appetizing to me anymore what is your reaction to like for instance, you can go to Burger King now and you can order a vegetarian Whopper. What do you, what's your, re your reaction to like fast food restaurants offering these kind of things? I think it's okay. I don't recommend anybody to eat at fast food restaurants. It's still probably unhealthy, but I think plant-based options are good and if you're going to eat at fast food restaurants anyway, I would recommend probably for you to buy that product over any other product. <clears throat> but like, <clears throat> veganism isn't about like plant-based capitalism, it's about animal liberation. And I think it's unfortunate that substitutes like these are necessary and people have to jump through like all these loopholes to get meat eaters into doing the right thing instead of meat eaters just doing the right thing and eating beans. What's What's, what's like the best vegan food? What's the most <laughs> super rico, super delicious vegan food? There's a lot. All fruits and vegetables, basically. I really like tempeh. And I like to prepare that by frying it in sauces. I normally just do soy sauce because I'm kind of lazy, but I do want to get more creative with my sauces. And that is really good on, I eat that with, on toast and avocado with like sliced tomatoes or radish or cucumber or in a stir fry with other vegetables and rice. But there's a lot of things. What is, what's the most important thing you would want people to understand about being a, a vegan or a vegetarian? Um, if you care about animals and their suffering and the environment and other people on this planet your only option is to be a vegan <laughs> being a vegetarian is not enough you're still contributing to a lot of suffering um, you could probably come up with a lot of reasons not to be vegan but I could disprove you and all of them so <laughs> um, any doubts contact me I'm happy to talk and if you want to educate yourself more, I recommend you start with Gary Yurofsky on YouTube. All right, so before I play this clip from Yurofsky's YouTube channel, I'll just say that some people have taken issue with his approach to vegan activism. Uh, while he may not be confrontational exactly, he certainly doesn't mince words um, the way he put it. Uh, 
people are either open to his message or they're not, and he doesn't have time to play politics and sugarcoat things. He says what needs to be said. And yes, his speeches have included videos of all manner of animal suffering from slaughterhouses and so on. And I don't think that's in any way inappropriate. Some folks think his characterization of what's been happening to animals as a holocaust goes a bit too far, but I'll let you decide. Let's listen. I just recently read this story about this Nazi. His name was Ernst Goebbels. He and his men were executing children one day, but he didn't like the way his guards were grabbing kids by their hair before they shot him in the back of the head and tossed him in a mass grave. He actually ordered his men to stop grabbing the kids by their hair. And I quote, kill them in a more decent way. That story sickens me as much as the stories that meat, cheese, milk, and egg eaters love to tell. Hey, Gary, I only eat free-range freedom eggs. Hey, Gary, I only eat animals who were raised and killed humanely on a cage-free organic farm. There is no such thing as humane when it comes to meat, cheese, milk, and eggs. Humane slaughter, humane rape, humane slavery. Humane holocausts do not exist. And if for some reason my aforesaid words and the video we just watched aren't proof enough of the terrorism claims that I am levying against the meat, dairy, and egg industries and humanity itself, I don't know. Maybe the billions of dead, dismembered animal bodies could count as proof. Peace begins at the dinner table with what you put into your body on a daily basis. Good people don't talk about kindness. They practice it. They don't pray about love. They actually give it. I know you have the capability of understanding right from wrong because you all hate people who harm children. Why not despise people who harm animals? It's hypocritical. Why protect one and violate the other when neither one wants nor deserves the abuse? They just wish it would end. So again, that was a clip from Gary Yurofsky's YouTube channel. Uh, he's got some 128,000 subscribers. Uh, you'll find lots of Good information there. Uh, I'll link to that as well as some other vegan sites. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please follow me on SoundCloud. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts and follow me on social media. Que todo sea amor. Walk tall, live free.